Welcome to Wine Down on the Peninsula, a podcast series featuring a selection of Mornington Peninsula's most exquisite vineyards and hidden secrets. Beck Davis, local resident and lover of wine, will introduce you to the growers, makers and creators of these amazing wines. She'll capture their stories, share her experiences, give you directions and even offer some suggestions on what to order. Your unforgettable wine journey is about to begin. Brought to you by the Intercontinental Sorrento. Discover wine, discover Sorrento. Discover Intercontinental Sorrento. Welcome to Montelto. Owned by the Mitchell family since 1997, Montelto's home estate of 30 acres under vine is the heartland for their premium wines. And the expansive kitchen gardens and orchards supply the kitchens in the restaurant and the piazza. The award-winning winemaking team, headed up by Simon Black, has a focus to create wines of exemplary quality and character. Montelto is so much more than just a cellar door. There's a one-kilometre sculpture trail to enjoy, multiple dining options, they host events, you can enjoy the most incredible private picnics, private vineyard and winery tours, and so much more. Beck chats with Simon about the Montelto story. Sitting here with Simon from Montelto, Simon Black, winemaker extraordinaire. Um, set the scene. When first time visitors drive into Montelto, what can they expect? Um, Montelto, I've been there for 15 years and I have to occasionally stop and um, take stock of what I'm surrounded by. Um, and I did that recently and it's this picture-perfect haven of everything that you would want from a holiday destination, really. Um, You've got the vineyards, of course. Um, You've got an amazing um, uh, array of kitchen gardens. Um, There are olive groves, um, sculpture park. It just goes on and on. There's there's, there's the restaurant and the piazza as well that are architecturally designed. So it's just just a beautiful place to sit and enjoy a moment with um, good food and good wine. Yeah, it is. And for families too, like it's amazing. Bring the kids down and there, you know, there is that piazza that you say and send them down to the sculpture park. There are, it is a family friendly environment as well as that fine dining it is, that yeah. you get. Yeah, we, we happily cater for everybody, really. Yeah. Now, turning to your forte of winemaking, yes. um, we are going to ask about your challenges. So, from the grape to the glass. Any really challenging or exciting aspects of winemaking that you find down here on the peninsula? Oh, probably the most challenging at the moment is the um, is climate. Oh. Um, just sort of dealing with um, fluctuations in seasons, that seasonal um, variability, that's really hard for us at the moment. So um, we've had uh, some pretty low-yielding years, so mm. at the moment that's probably the hardest thing. I guess as a winemaker, the biggest challenge is trying to trying to work out how to maintain consistencies um, with such variability across seasons. And that, that comes down to understanding your vineyards, um, understanding the style you want to make, and then applying a certain range of vinification techniques to kind of bring everything back to a, a central point of style and quality. Mm, amazing. And we've had um, it's about three wet years, haven't we? And we're coming into what they forecast to be a very dry... A warm year. Yeah, yeah, look at the... I guess you if you apportion the seasonal variation to um, climate change, it's it's not necessarily about the heat per se. It's more about 
um, the wet and the cold mm. that um, you encounter during spring. So um, you get um, disrupted flowering. So the, the flowers and the, um, the grapes, so you don't get fertilised, so you don't end up with berries. So that's the tricky thing. We, the flip side of that is we've had really lovely um, growing periods and um, extended into summer. So um, the fruit that has been there has ripened beautifully and the quality has been exceptional, but we just haven't had a lot of it. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the challenge. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see with this this new weather event that's coming through. Um, what happens? Yeah, because th- that puts a bit more pressure on us because there's a lot more heat. So um, you just have to be careful that the, the grapes don't get too ripe and you don't get too sort of uh, I don't know overripe, over sort of cooked, overworked characters. So mm. as winemakers, we have to be a bit thoughtful about how we're going to pick and and then how we'll vinify the fruit. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely. Now, you might hate me asking this question because you do produce quite a few wines on the Montelto uh, spectrum. And, you know, I do have to ask, do you have a favourite? And, you know, what would you pair it with? Do I have a favourite wine? Um, it's like saying, which of my kids do I love the most? Oh. Um, <laughs> that's a day-by-day proposition. That <laughs> um, oh, look, Chardonnay and Pinot, obviously the, the core peninsula varietals. Mm. Um and look, I, and I, I love look. I love all wines for different reasons. Mm. It depends on the occasion, um, the food you're eating, you know, the weather, the people you're with, the music that's playing. So, and and I think there's a wine that can perfectly pair with any of those moments. So, but but if pressed, um, I think Chardonnay on the Peninsula is probably the unsung hero really pinot's probably had a lot of attention but chardonnay to me is um just such a beautiful variety um as a winemaker you have a huge scope to um to work with the grape and to shape it and mold it in a style that you think um is best representative of your Mm. vineyards and and your personality perhaps uh to to pair it with some food i i think chardonnay sits really well with um creamy dishes um i think something like i don't know a a pasta carbonara, like fresh fettuccine with, you know, that creamy sauce and bacon and mushrooms, that sort of thing. Um, God, coming into lunchtime, getting hungry. I am pretty pretty, uh, (laughs) famished myself, to be honest. Um, Pinot is obviously the the big noted variety of the peninsula. Um, There are lots of different styles of Pinot, from that sort of lighter, more delicate, fragrant style to heavier, more thick-set, darker, more brooding styles. Montalto, we tend to be on that sort of more that sort of um, red territory, more sort of acid-driven, bright, perfumed wine. So I, I reckon some roasted quail with wild mushrooms or something like that sits pretty well with Pinot. That's sort of my go-to when I'm, I'm having a glass of Pinot. One thing that Montalto does amazingly well is the collaborations that you do. And one of the things that you're running at the moment um, is the Estate to Plate which really uh, is that experience showcasing not only Montelto's wines but the kitchen garden um, that Julie and, you know, the passion of Wendy, I guess, Victoria's oldest kitchen garden as well. Yep, we're pretty lucky. Yeah, amazing. When making your plans to explore the Mornington Peninsula's exquisite vineyards, the ultimate wind down is undoubtedly staying at the Intercontinental Sorrento. It's just gorgeous. 
fill your glass with the best of what Mornington Peninsula has to offer, the stunning intercontinental Sorrento. With its location in the beautiful coastal village of Sorrento, this fabulous hotel offers an unforgettable blend of heritage and modern comfort. It really is like a journey through time. And with sweeping views of the coastline, this urban retreat is the perfect place to share a day exploring the peninsula's nearby vines. Accommodation options include penthouse suites with private rooftop terraces and bay views, as well as beautifully curated rooms and suites. Spend the afternoon relaxing by the pool and who can resist a cocktail on the veranda at sunset? Book your stay at the Intercontinental Sorrento and indulge like never before. Discover wine, discover Sorrento, discover Intercontinental Sorrento. Visit sorrento.intercontinental.com today. Um, and then with the, the talents of uh, your creative director, Matt Wilkinson, and you've paired this experience from a state to plate, can you tell us more about that? Uh, you all, we, the, Wendy Mitchell, um, the owner, she started her passion for gardening led to um, uh, Wendy's Kitchen Garden, which is right there in the centre of the piazza, and then over the years that has expanded, um, in fact, to the point where I've had to... I've had vines ripped out to, um, to, make, to make way for some garden. So there's, a, there's always a little bit of tension when uh, the gardens might seem like they're going to expand further. But we, we've actually found a nice little patch where we have um, over three acres of kitchen gardens now. Um, and there are orchards, you know, there are chickens you know, running around the orchard sort of dealing with snails. There are lots of different um, berries, so raspberries and blackberries and mm. things like that are, um, are planted, you know, um, Lots of kiwi fruit. There's everything you can think of, really. Um, so Julie um, Bennett took over from Wendy, or she sort of worked with Wendy closely for a long time, and now she is managing all the kitchen gardens in all their glory. Um, she's an incredibly thoughtful individual, um, very passionate about what she does, and she'll work with the chefs on um, what uh, produce they might like to to plant and grow, um, which then ends up being harvested and um, taken back to the kitchens and they produce it, um, uh, you know, create different dishes and recipes and um, serve it to all our deserving customers. Amazing. It's this whole circular economy, isn't it? It's yeah, just it beautiful. It, it, it's kind of, I guess the thing about it is it connects, connects us to our piece of land um, and it just, there's a... It's, it's very um, wholesome, I guess. It makes you feel um, deeply connected. I, mean, I did. There was one day um, a couple of years ago. I ran into Wilco in the cell, just in the back of the cellar door, and he was covered in mud. And I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" And he, he said, "Oh, well, I, I bogged the Kubota. A Kubota is a farm vehicle." And um, I was like, "Well, what were you doing with the Kubota?" And he said, "Oh, I was um, hunting eels." So he'd been down into our wetlands and he'd, um, he'd, he'd trapped some eels and, um, of course, and he'd, um, he'd dealt with the eel and uh, turned it into a nice smoked eel terrine, I believe. So, yeah. So he's, yeah, even yet, there are yabbies down in the, the wetlands down there. Um, so it's kind of, I guess it's trying to be self-sustaining and self-sufficient, well, as, as much as you can be um, in this modern era. Yeah, and really showcasing to, to visitors to the peninsula, you know, the whole from produce to the wines, the whole kit, isn't yes, it? And the whole, totally. yeah, yeah, that's gorgeous. Um, now, when you're not drinking in a Montelto wine, 
What do you like to wind down with? Another wine on the peninsula that you enjoy? Um, a varietal you don't produce maybe? Or? That's, that's tricky. I, I guess with wine for me, I'm inspired by something I haven't tasted before. So it's almost like um, tantalising your taste buds by, dis, by through discovery rather than I, I don't have like a go-to wine that, I'll, that I've had before because I feel like if I've, I've had it before then I've already had that experience. Mm. Um, so I guess I'm always on the lookout for something new. Um, I do have probably preferred producers on the peninsula that I gravitate to. So, um, you know, people who have demonstrated that they can produce great wine over a long period of time. So I think someone like Jamie McCall, um, Mm. who's um, Lindsay's son, who I think is a really gifted winemaker. He's, um, you know, crafting some pretty amazing stuff. At Paringa. Yeah, Paringa. I think Pete Dillon over at Handpicked mm. is um, making some really... Oh, Ambition. Yeah, yeah. making some really yeah. lovely wines. Um, even the, the Kerry Greens guys, so um, Tom Queerly, um, yeah, they're doing some fantastic stuff yeah. too. So, yeah, look, I'm just always on the lookout for something something different and something that's going to inspire me, make me think about how I make wine. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Now, your ultimate wind-down experience, how do you like to relax on the peninsula? I mean, we're blessed with beaches, we're blessed with walking tracks, we're blessed with beautiful restaurants. What did you like to do? Oh, if, if I'm entirely honest, I like to go home and hide in my little nook and um, be, <laughs> be quiet and enjoy a glass of wine. But, but if, um, if I do want to venture further afield, uh, I love um, Mushroom Reef down at Flinders. Um, mm. Just off the Flinders oh, Golf stunning. Course there, yeah. yeah. Like do a little bit of beach combing down there occasionally with the kids. Um, the other highlight would be hiking into Bush Rangers Bay from Cape Shank. That's always a, a good one. And then that little, the little walk down um, on the steps that seemed to go forever, forever down, yeah, yeah down at Cape Shank. That's always yeah. a, a nice little sort of go-to spot. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Um, thanks for taking the time today. Now, is there anything else that you want to? share about Montelto experience with uh, the yeah, listeners? One comes to mind, and I was, because um, you obviously you'd sort of prepped me with a few <laughs> questions, and I, I did sort of sit there and think about it. And um, a couple of years ago, we uh, were doing a single vineyard release up at the restaurant, so Cameron, one of my winemakers, and I were up there um, just pouring the new releases to customers in the cellar door on the piazza in the restaurant. And... At the end of that, um, Wilco came to us and said, hey, do you guys want to um, have some food and um, we'll, we'll run you through some dishes and um, we'll get go to our, our um, Somme to, to match some wine with it. We thought, well, why wouldn't we? That it sound, sounds great. And at one point during, during the experience, um, we sat there and we, we looked at the plate that was in front of us and this plate um, had actually been made from clay from the estate. Uh, Potter, who was a good friend of um, of Matt Wilkinson's, and within that plate there was this um, almost like you know when you get a vanilla bean and you scrape out the seeds and you get that, that um, little sort of, fleck. The little fleck. Yeah. So there, yeah. this this sort of it's almost a creamy sort of coloured clay had this um, vanilla bean fleck through it, and it turns out that that fleck was um, the Potter had taken um, prunings from one of our vineyards and he'd. Um, burnt them and then he cast the ash into the clay so we're sitting there um and, and on top of the plate there is all this um estate produce 
So that so oh. we're, we're eating from clay that's been harvested from the estate, with vines that have been grown, you know, on the estate, um, cast into the clay with produce that's been growing grown on the estate on top of the plate, and we've got a glass of wine that has been grown on the vines that are cast into the into plate. the plate. So it was this. This incredible oh. experience and this real circular experience, as you sort of mentioned mm. before, and just felt really wholesome. And, um, and you know, the, the food and the wine were fantastic. It was just a, a, a perfect little moment. And, you know, Ca- Cameron's a, a pretty entertaining um, companion. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a beautiful afternoon. We have to ask you, are those plates available? Like, could, I'm sure you know anything they're... is available if you ask the right person. <laughs> If listeners could show up at Montalto and uh, purchase one of those amazing plates. I think we could probably accommodate. (laughs) Um, I can't thank you enough for taking the time today to talk with us and and we're just trying to share, you know, the stories of, of some of our amazing vineyards on the peninsula. So thank you, Simon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Wine down on the peninsula thanks to Intercontinental Sorrento. Book your stay at the Intercontinental Sorrento and indulge like never before. Discover wine. Discover Sorrento. Discover Intercontinental Sorrento. Visit sorrento.intercontinental.com today.